0: You're listening to The Dirt on Dating with your host, Noah Scott. Whether you're on the prowl or spicing up your relationship, we've got The Dirt to help you find success in today's digital dating world.
1: Welcome to this episode of The Dirt on Dating show. I'm Noah, and today we're going to take a glimpse into what it's like to date Katie. Katie grew up in Massachusetts and now lives in Florida because, as she says, snow sucks. She is an expert of nothing, but has an opinion on everything. And that includes your love life. Welcome to the show, Katie. <laughs> I am excited to hear your opinion on this stuff.
2: Oh, uh, thank you. Thank you. Yes, I know I'm bold stating that, but I have experience with a lot of things. So I feel like it's okay.
1: Absolutely. Yeah, as we all do. And I think sometimes people underplay the amount of experience and and expertise that they actually have. When you open the kimono and say, you know what? I've actually got a lot of experience. I I can speak to this stuff. I think that's really the truth. So.
2: Right, right, exactly.
1: Yeah, so fantastic. So tell us a little bit about just yourself, your background, and obviously your relationship status.
2: So yeah, like you said, I live in Florida. I love the I love the weather down here because snow does suck. I'm a speech pathologist by trade. So I work with kids and I specialize in swallowing. As as bad as that may sound on the surface, my love and my pride and joy that I spend my days doing is I teach kids how to love food and how to safely eat a variety of foods. So that's kind of my professional side. And then personal side, I am very happily married, which I feel like you don't hear of much these days, or if you do, it's not in my circle. of friends. (laughs) It depends Um, on who you're hanging out with. Right. Exactly. And coming from a family where my mother has been divorced twice, I'm very proud to say that I have found the secret sauce or figured out the, you know, the secret to keeping a marriage alive and well.
1: And it doesn't have anything to do with swallowing.
2: Well maybe we'll get into that later.
1: All right, cool. So so how long have you been married and how did how did you how did you start that off?
2: I have been married for 2 years, been with my wife for 3. So if you do quick math, it was a very fast engagement and wedding. She is originally from Toronto, Canada, and we met on Instagram. Ah. She was uh, what I guess you call Instagram famous. And I was I was the one to slide right into those DMs and double messaged actually at one point because she decided not to respond. So I was living in Florida. She was living in Canada. She moved in, bought a one-way ticket, which uh, was news to me. I said, how long do I have you here for this time? She said, Well, I, I didn't I didn't buy a return ticket. Oh. <laughs> so that's how that started. And then when we decided this was this is was gonna be a real thing, we realized that getting married was going to allow us the flexibility of traveling between Canada and the US because, you know, all the visa craziness. Right. So Right. Yeah. Well let's
1: well, let's talk about this. I, I I wanna sort of start with the I think we'll let's take this chronologically. We'll we'll look at the the single Katie and how she approached other women to date, and mm-hmm. you know what the mindset is, how the responses and 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 what sort of goes on, and then we'll sort of gradually move into how the marriage dynamic works. Sure. Say, okay. Stop. Yeah. We'll start strap off with in. S-
2: strap in. Let's go. <laughs> All right. So walk um, us walk
1: us back to Katie. The uh, single Katie. Share a story of of how you you would get out and meet people.
2: Oh man, you know, single Katie didn't really exist. I was a self-proclaimed serial dater, I guess is the term that people are using. I like to say serial monogamous, but I was not very good at the monogamy part. (laughs) uh, I'll admit, but I was a serial dater. I hopped between boyfriend to boyfriend all through high school and college And then dated my first woman my senior year of undergraduate. I do identify as bi. I still identify as bi, which a lot of people have a problem with. But I mean, dating life was fun. I Mm -hmm. would meet people at bars. I would meet people online. You know, definitely dipped my toes into those dating apps, Tinder, Bumble, all that fun stuff. I was one that... Like I said, would just date until it didn't work anymore. Date one person and then hop on to the next. And mm-hmm. unfortunately, it was usually the next that ended the previous. But that's kind of it, it's kind of where I took a lot of my settling down philosophies from that if there is an attraction towards somebody else, if there is kind of that pull towards somebody else, then obviously the relationship you're in right now isn't the right one. Yeah. yeah.
1: And so it sounds like you've learned quite a bit from the, the reflection on your own past habits and, or tendencies. What would you say is one of the biggest lessons that you've learned from just people, relationships, and the way that intimacy works from, mm-hmm. from just bouncing around and, and experiencing so many different levels of connection?
2: Well, as they say hindsight is 2020 so i have such an amazing answer for that that of course if i had known back then none of this would have happened but for everyone out there who's still dating if you can imagine your life without that person that relationship is not the right one for you and as much fun as it might be we can't get time back mm-hmm. and you are wasting your time with that one person staying in that relationship if there's something more you're wanting, and it's, it's such a hard thing to grasp because at the time you may think, you know, this person is my best friend and this person and I have so much fun together, but our sex life isn't great or our sex life is amazing. And you know, our friends love us together, but when we're home, there's no intimacy. We mm-hmm. don't kiss, we don't cuddle, you know, as they say, you just kind of fuck around, but There's three parts of a relationship that you really need. You need the best friend, you need the lover, and you need the wife-husband material. And that triangle is what's going to, I've learned, is what's going to keep a relationship alive in all aspects of it.
1: And just because you're you're the first woman-woman that I've had on the show, if it's all right, let's take a minute and just talk a little deeper about that. What is it like? Are you both labeled... As bi, do you bring men in every once in a while? Have you been able to make just a monogamous thing work?
2: Yeah, it's a great question. And I'm so flattered that I'm the first bi or lesbian woman-woman relationship. Let's see. My wife identifies as gay. So she is lesbian. I identify as bisexual. We don't ever bring a third into our relationship. A lot of... uh, I'm not going to say... I'm not going to say you can't do that in a healthy marriage because I know there are people that make that work and that that actually helps marriages thrive. I had that in my past relationship, my ex-girlfriend and I did, but it was because we were missing something in our relationship. Mm. So from my personal experience, that is why that third party was, you know, welcomed in. My wife and I are so content together. We, we make it work because we have, learned how to be in tune with our emotions and as crazy as that sounds as you know as kind of like duh you should be able to do that women are emotional we are it's okay but the emotional part that needs to be explored is internal like we need to be able to understand what we're feeling in order to harness those emotions to make them work Mm -hmm. I mean, girls are crazy. (laughs) Dating (laughs) girls, dating girls is hard because girls are crazy. Yeah.
1: Well, share a story of a, of a particularly crazy moment that you had to deal with and just was like, wow, this is, this is, this is what it's like dating a girl.
2: Uh, Okay. I was at a gay bar one night when I was in grad school and a beautiful, attractive woman was flirting with me at the bar and I bought her a shot and her girlfriend came over and wanted to start a fight. So, I mean, so many things happening and and on the surface, you're like, well, duh, if someone's flirting with you and they have, okay, but fine. This woman, woman A will say, comes over and approaches me. So already I assume you're available. So I you know, get us a round of drinks. Partner B comes over and starts flipping out. And I'm already on, it seems like such a cliche experience, but A, it had never happened to me. B, I didn't think women did that. I thought it was like guys, you know, that are kind of like the douchebags, but women can be douchebags too. And women can be players. And it was, it was my first experience kind of an eye-opening experience with that and i'm so passive that nothing actually ends up happening so i'm sorry it's not that juicy of a story <laughs> but girls are crazy
1: yeah well it does add some just interesting commentary on like the different dynamics between men and women and how the gay like a gay relationship will function because i know like for for men it's it's very understood that there's a lot of open sexual transactions or whatever that happen in a gay male relationship. There's a lot of exploration between different partners, a little wandering here and there. And I think it's like almost most of the men that I talk to that are gay, that there's an understanding there. there there's still a monogamy trend, but then there's like, it's like a little bit, sometimes you have things happen.
2: Oh, not sometimes. My experience has been always. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I mean, I totally agree with you. It's, it's funny because everywhere I've lived the bars, the gay bars are so primarily men because they're mm-hmm. all out, they're partying, they're dancing to their disco, you know, they're doing drag. And I love that. But when I was kind of for a short period in between relationships, it's hard to meet women like that because we pair up and we stay home. Like We don't go out. We don't party like that. Lesbians are just get in a relationship and then be a homebody, you know, Netflix and chill kind of thing.
1: Yeah. How has being married impacted your social life?
2: That's a great question. I am what I like to say the world's worst extrovert. Um, Not an introverted extrovert. I like to be out and doing things but I'm terrible at keeping up conversation. So I like to be kind of that passive person in the group, just hanging out, observing, but I love being out and being social. So when I met my wife, she's an introvert, but she's excellent at holding conversation. So she's a personal trainer. She talks to people day in, day out, just from kind of through her screen. So we've actually been really good at going out and being a pair together because she can hold conversations and I drag us out to be social. So for us we 're very lucky we have not run into an issue of other people trying to enter nobody 's offered to be a third moving down to Florida together was actually a great way to start and establish our relationship because all of our friends here only have known us as you know the married friends of the group
1: oh, so you both moved to Florida together then cool
2: we did yeah
1: great so let's let 's talk through communication and just and just how the dynamic works because. Now that you've had some time to, to, to live together for some time, I'm sure that there's been some ups and downs in communication. You've, you've had to create frameworks to deal with each other and make sure that you don't get in arguments. And when you do get in arguments, how do you resolve them? So maybe share a story of a time that you had conflict arise and what you learned in dealing with it.
2: Yeah, we have plenty of conf- conflict more so in the beginning of our relationship as we were learning each other. Like I said, she moved from Canada. So when we started dating, she moved in right away. So it was kind of a crash course on each other. Mm-hmm. She is a little bit older than I am. So she has a little bit more experience with herself and with dating. She taught me how to kind of look in, inside and internally at my emotions and what I was feeling. And it's it's I preach it all the time. It's straight up just communication and honesty. It's It's honesty about what you need. It's honesty about what you're feeling. It's honesty about what made you feel that way. And you can't be scared to be honest and open with each other. So it's, it's just honesty and communication is the only thing that has made our relationship work. And even through quarantine, I mean, we live together. But now all those stay-at-home orders, um, especially here in Florida, it was, it was another level of, of always on top of each other, <laughs> both working from home.
1: Yeah, well, that's good. And then, so what would you say if you could, if you could distill that down for somebody, you know, as they are moving into, to like say as a new couple is moving in, whether that's a, whether that's a hetero couple or a gay couple, mm-hmm. what advice would you give to, to really live your best life um, full of great intimacy, great conversation
2: and just great adventure together? Work on yourself and make sure you're happy by yourself first. I know that seems a little bit counterintuitive but if you are not happy with where you are in life you're you are only going to drag that baggage into a relationship and it's going to be you know twofold with somebody else and their baggage so you have to be fully aware of where you are in life what you need out of life out of a partner and then be able to communicate that with your partner like you said whether that's a straight gay Holly, any type of relationship. I actually say any type of relationship in your life, whether that be your boss, your friends, your parents, communication and openness is really important.
1: Cool. All right. So as we're working towards wrapping up earlier, you were mentioning that you have an opinion on everything, including our listeners love life. So Mm -hmm. what would you say as this like a sort of a closing statement of your opinion on how people's love love lives are working?
2: Man, I want to be juicy, but I I really just have to be heartfelt from this. (laughs) Let me try to figure out a way to say in a statement, my opinion on your love life. If you feel like something's missing, it's missing. That's about as simple and straightforward as I can get. But if you feel like something is missing, it, it is missing. And that's what I've learned, you know, going from relationship to relationship and now making a marriage work and not inviting other people into the bedroom, which I've done before, as we talked about something's missing. There's someone out there that you will find that it won't be missing with.
1: That's really awesome. And so now let's talk, some, let's talk just a little bit on the juicy end. You, you mentioned that you brought some other people into the bedroom before. <laughs> I'm sure you've, you've had some wild adventures. What advice would you have for someone who is like, hey, you know what? I'm missing something. I'm going to do this with my partner. We want to explore some crazy juicy things. Either share a story of a time that you had a wild adventure that was just like, oh, this is amazing. Or uh, yeah, just some tips and advice.
2: So the way I met my wife, we met on Instagram and I did slide into her DMs and I was with somebody at the time. And my partner at the time and I said, wow, this woman is really attractive. She was going to be coming down to Florida where I was doing grad school at the time. And she was going to be visiting and we said, Why don't we let her stay with us? So we let her stay with us. uh, and we let her stay in with the bed with us. (laughs) So it was one of those times where my partner and I welcomed a third woman into our relationship. It was absolutely incredible. It was fantastic. But my partner started to have feelings for this other woman. And I said to her, I said, okay, well, if, if you have feelings for this woman that we just brought into bed with us. We can't be together and ends up that I am with that third woman now, happily married. And it's, it was, I mean, it was, if you're in a relationship where you feel like you need to explore something, do it. Just be aware that it may not end the way that you think it's going to. Mm,
1: Absolutely. And so are you still in contact with, with the old partner? Like, have you guys been able to talk things out?
2: Not really. She did, uh, reach out because we had a dog together. So she reached out email about the, the dog, but no, there is no communication, mm. no social media, nothing. Yeah. Mm,
1: Which I is hope, okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And so, you know, I hope and I hope the, in time, things will be, things will be, well, as long as they're peaceful, right? So as Everybody long as everyone's happy, yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Cool. Right on. Well, Katie, it's been an absolute pleasure having you on the show. I really enjoyed uh, just getting your perspective and, and your, like you said, your opinion, this has been a wild ride.
2: Yes. Thank you so much for having me. This is, this is fantastic.
1: Cool. All right. And so how do people stay in touch with you and support your journey?
2: My Instagram is at K-B-E-A-U 22 KBO22. 22, and I am happy to have conversations, respectful conversations through DMs anytime.
1: All right, cool. And so if, if you slide into her DMs, she might she might not <laughs> she might not be available right now. But you know, No,
2: but I will always <laughs> respond. Always responding.
1: Awesome. Well it's been a pleasure. Thanks, Katie. Thank you. All right, everyone. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of the Dirt on Dating show. Of course, we love having you here. Don't forget to swing by Apple, find the show on Apple and leave us a review. We love those five-star reviews. And of course, if you have feedback, let us know so we can continue growing. And if you want to be a featured on the show, you can just DM me on Instagram at follow Noah. Or you can also just visit dirtondating.com single and introduce yourself. That is it for this one. We'll see you tomorrow. I see a random car pull up in my driveway with the headlights on. I'm like, oh, that's Jay Reed. <laughs>
0: hey, just close the blinds. Give us a few minutes.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's, a, that's fantastic. I love, I love those stories. So it sounds like you guys are on a, on a really awesome adventure and supporting each other along the way. It's a, it's, it's a beautiful story to have. So
0: Thank you, man.
1: Killer, man. Well, thank you so much for being on the show. What Final question. What would be your advice for your younger self? Man. Related to um... dating, of, of course.
0: Of course. Absolutely. My advice to my younger self would be, let's see, it would be treat, treat women, treat the women right in front of you. Just like every woman. Oh, okay. I got you. Every woman that you meet does not have to be a woman that you date or have a sexual intercourse with, or because I think a lot of friendships probably when I was younger got ruined, right? Because it became more about, sex or or dating when it when really it was a strong friendship to begin with and so if I could tell my younger self anything that's probably what it would be with just hey I know you know the peer pressure is going to tell you sleep with a bunch of women and you know date around and do all of this stuff but you know if you can be mature and, and kind of keep some of those friendships they'll last you forever Absolutely. what wise words. Yeah. Yeah, man. Wish, <laughs> is- I, wish, I wish I would have taken that advice. <laughs> yeah. Well,
1: you know, now all the, the, the mini me's out there can, can put it in practice.
0: <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Cool. All right, Jay Reed, what's well, been a pleasure having you on the show? Likewise. Thanks. No, I appreciate you, man.
1: Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of the Dirt on Dating Show. Don't forget to swing by Apple, search for the Dirt on Dating Show and leave us a positive review. We love those five star reviews. And if you want to be featured on the show, swing by dirt slash single to introduce yourself. You can also just DM me on Instagram at follow Noah. That's it for this one. We'll see you tomorrow.
0: Thanks for listening to this episode of the dirt on dating show. We hope you enjoyed the ride. Stay safe, talk dirty, and we'll see you here tomorrow for another wild dating adventure.